are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Brother J, we back in the building again, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. How's everything uh, in your neck of the woods? Man, you know, uh, as we were talking before uh, we, we hit record... You know, a lot of stuff going on in my life right now, Brother Jay. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But uh, I'm centered and I'm grounded. You know what I mean? And um, I'm linked up to the source, man. There you go. I'm, link- I'm linked up to the almighty. And that's how I'm get- I'm making it through. And I'm, I'm doing it with a-, a heightened level of clarity and focus that I never really, I don't think I ever really had. Or you didn't realize you had. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't realize that I had, you know what I mean? But a lot going on, but honestly, man, I'm kind of going back to some things that we said. Uh, I don't know if we did it this year, but I know we did it last year, the year before that, and probably the year before that, as far as, you know, the stuff we trying to, trying to do Mm -hmm. in the year. And I got to go back to the script, man. I'm trying to stay sucker free and drama free. (laughs) So I've been, I've been making a valiant effort, <laughs> valiant effort to stay sucker free and drama free, man. And there's always a sucker <laughs> that want to test my patience, brother yeah. Jay. Always. And, and that's typically the test. Like what I've learned is you you get tested the most when just before you are about to reach a new level. Yeah. And so well, I don't know. I don't know the level I'm supposed to reach, brother Jay. Hey. I, but whatever it is. From from our mouth to God's ears, may it be glorious, <laughs> splendid. I, I heard a song last week. Said last year was a fire, but now I'm gold. Oh, whew, heavy. That's right. a message. And so I've been I've been listening to that. I'm just like, okay, like yeah, you know, last year it it tried me. Like yeah. I've gone through a lot of stuff, but like here I am today, gold. And so if if you could just picture yourself in the refinery right now. Yeah. Like okay. But the scary the scary part about being in the refinery and coming out golden, um the 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 shine and the brightness and the reflection from it still gonna scare niggas, man. Oh, but that ain't that ain't for you to that worry. Ain't, but about. that ain't my problem though. That ain't your yeah. problem. That ain't your problem. <laughs> yeah. That ain't my problem. No, sir. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm I'm just uh just trying to take it all in, man. I really, I really wanna just put my toes in the sand over over the summer at a beach mm. somewhere, man, and just chill. Like we talked about this before. I really just want to, can can you cancel all your social media and get it back? Like, can you put it on pause? Yeah, you can deactivate for a while. And deactivate, but but like you don't lose everything. You just hit a switch and you come back on. Or you can just on. delete all the apps. Leave it as is, but delete all the apps. And delete all the apps on mm-hmm. my phone. I think I want to do that, man. But I it's, it's, it's different because, you know, you, you do business on social media. And you know we we kind of we we been in the metaverse before the metaverse. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say, man. We 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 was we was on all of this way before COVID. We had a podcast way before COVID. We had ideas about bringing people together way before COVID, man. Mm-hmm. Often often imitated, never duplicated. 
but I do feel like we were trendsetters and trailblazers in this metaverse digital game, man. And we was doing it on a shoestring budget, <laughs> small time operation, and we was making it happen, man. But I just, but I, I and now we got two like, shoestrings instead of one. Now we got two shoestrings <laughs> instead of one, man. So now I just feel like, you know, I want to just chill, chill and just decompress, man, and just cut everything off. And just, I want to put like a, uh, uh, to be continued message on all my social medias. <laughs> Say, look, man, holler, holler at me. Holler at me in November, baby. <laughs> holler at me in November. Hey, I think, I think you can do that. I think you, you, you should. And, yeah. and just, and just focus up, man. I think, I mean, you, when you kicked it off, you kicked that comment off saying that you wanted to be in some, in sand somewhere. Yeah, man. Toes in the sand, man. And just chill. I'm I, I, I'm pina you. coladas or margaritas, man. People watching. I got some water. I really want to be on the lazy river. I remember that. Yeah. The, the first time I was on the lazy river, I was at a resort. And, uh, bro, I was on the lazy river for about four hours. And they kept giving me drinks. And probably after around the second hour, they probably should have stopped giving me drinks. Because <laughs> I was very lazy. Like, I was on, you know, the little inflatable, the floatable raft thing. And yeah, so man. I met so many people, people from my crew, like I could hear them. Yeah. But the alcohol had like taken me under. So I was just like, if they catch up to me, bet. If not, bet. Like, <laughs> man, and, and drinking and drinking on a floatable device, man, if you on a, a boat, if you on a raft, if you anywhere, Drinking on the water in the sun, that joint could that joint could go left or right real quick, man. It goes both. Yeah, <laughs> it could go left or right at the same time. And real quick. By real the fourth quick. hour, I was like, "All right, I think I got to pee." <laughs> and mm-hmm. the lazy river, it dropped down, so you get like this little acceleration. It drops. There's waterfall that you run through, and then you come out on the side. I was like, "All right, cool. I'm a jump out here." Mm-hmm. and get out but yeah. bro i met so many people we were all making plans to link up and go to dinner so when i finally get off of the the raft thing and i find my towel i realized that i was like shit i just made plans with like 26 people around the same time like there was a group for dinner then there was a group for mm-hmm. drinks before the club but then there was a group for the club and then one group they was fine too. One group went to all three, and I I was like, damn, how am I going to explain this to my group? It was like eight of us. I was like, all right, cool, we'll figure it out. So I was like, yo, I got dinner plans, drink plans, and then club plans. Y'all down? They was like, let's get it. Had a damn good time. I'm yeah. still in contact with a good number of those individuals that I met on the Lazy River, but I I need a moment of just laziness, libations. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Um, and no, and 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 fun. Yeah, like let's because I've had moments of just being lazy, <laughs> lazy and libations, and, but, but it, it ain't been fun. Man. It's been sad and depressing. Man. A lot of Donny Hathaway, Lenny uh-uh. Williams. No, no I ain't talking uh-uh. about I ain't talking about that type of experience. Right? I wanted to be fun, man. But the way you sound making plans, the way you sound making plans with people, man, that sound like. That sounds like me when I used to be in the club, man, getting that drink in me, promising the world to these women, man, and Bro. <laughs> forgetting what the hell I said. <laughs> I I just knew that I needed to be dressed 
in locations that I needed to be. And I was like, yo, I got people with me. They was like, the more the merrier. So I was like, yo, yeah. let's get it. But no, that that's that's what I need. I need a I need a I want a planned vacation, but I don't want it like a agenda plan. Yeah. That's real. I, I just that stresses me out. Like I don't yeah. go on vacation to follow a schedule. I, like if I wake up and I feel like going to do something, I'm gonna go do it. Now, I, granted, it. I, I think that's the best time, the best vacation when you don't go in there with like set agendas and plans. Man, I hate itineraries when I, you know, you we got itiner itineraries on a daily basis. Yeah. Every day with our jobs, you know what I'm saying? And so you and need to break from. Now there's some things yeah. that I you know you're gonna have to schedule in advance. Yeah, you gotta schedule and plan for. Yeah. I get it. But like day by day, minute by minute, like nah, man. I remember I went on I went on one uh, group trip and I was like, all right, cool. Y'all got me for one event per day. Yeah. Figure it out. Whether it's breakfast, whether it's lunch, dinner, whether we going on an excursion, you got me for one. If we yeah. see each other by chance. Okay, but like planning to be around all y'all at the Dude. nope. Mm -mm. And what this this is funny. I I do like to sleep in the hotel that I'm paying for. Yeah, you in there? Like oh what, what you wearing about it, man? We ain't gonna be in the hotel no way. No, no, uh... no. I'm I'm <laughs> going to enjoy enjoy these amenities like this this <laughs> plush bed right here. Oh yeah. Yo. Don't wake me. Yo, what, yo. Hey, we we leaving at nine. We we leaving at seven to go to the countryside. Take good pictures. You know, you know, you sounding mad, mad baby, baby boomer ish right now, right? I don't care, like especially <laughs> if I'm dropping a couple, like yeah, yeah, some real money some on a vacation, yeah, that's per real. night, yeah. And yeah. you telling me that no, I'm I'm gonna leave my room at like seven a.m. and don't see it until we get back at seven p.m. Nah, I nah, know you nah. lying. I know you. That lying. That sound like a work day with a commute. I know you lying. <laughs> seven to seven. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going back to the room to get no power nap because we. Uh, we on the run. No, 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 no. I'm on vacation to slow down, to reset and enjoy what's happening. And that's Absolutely. when I meet people, right? I've mm -hmm. a lot of my connects and like professional relationships have come from me being on travel and just meet people randomly when life has slowed down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember we were in, I was in Dubai, bro. And we were all supposed to take like the, their version of the Metro and the women had to be on a separate train. Oh wow! Right? They had that joint separated like the mosque. Women, women and children were on a separate train, and then gotcha. the men were on a separate train. So, soon as I realized that, I was like, "Ding, ding, ding!" So they get on the train. They see me get on the train. I see that they're talking. I slowly back off the train. The doors close. They go past me, and I'm just going like this. <laughs> Bro, they ain't seen me for two days. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't answer my phone. I was exploring. I was vacationing. I was going at my own pace. Wasn't uh, tied to like any type of schedule. I loved it. Yeah, and I suggest that everybody do that. You should, man. I try to. I try to treat um, itineraries on vacation like bill collectors, man. I get to it when I get to it. <laughs> see you when I see you, bro. For I start. People get mad at me because I just start saying no to shit. Like, yeah. hey, well, what time are we going to dinner? I'm not coming. You're not coming? Well, we have reservations for 17. Now you got 16. Like, I'm not coming. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm not, I, well, what are you going to do? I'll figure this shit out. I'll figure it out. I, I think I'm at the age too now, Brother Jay, where like, I could plan stuff for myself. I ain't trying to plan nothing for nobody else. Yeah. It sounds fucked up though, right? 
I, I think the hard part, like especially when you travel in a group, is you're trying to accommodate everybody's needs, interest, and pockets, mm-hmm. right? And that's and that's that's a challenge. So I'm just like, yo, just go do your thing. I, I hate going with a group where people get mad if everybody doesn't want to do what they want to do. Like, okay, I, and I'm typically the person they get mad at. And guess what? I don't care. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all going where? Mm, not interested in doing that. Cool. I'll meet y'all back at the hotel. I'm going to go here. What are you going to do? Usually, what are you going to do while br- we're gone? The fun usually with me anyway, so I really don't care about <laughs> going with uh, some people want to go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think I, you know, it sounds arrogant as hell, man, but it's like, yo, I get invited on the trips because I'm fun, brother, Jay. I'm fun. <laughs> Fun man, I don't cause nobody a whole bunch of shit. Hey, let's get it. Let's in. get it. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah, man. But I, I definitely think this summer, man, I want to have have my toes in the sand, man, and, and trying to, you know, just trying to figure out uh, how I want to end up this twenty twenty two, man. That's fair. I, I yeah. need to, I need to play catch up because you know I still haven't played catch up from you know my many trips that I had to cancel from twenty twenty. Yeah, man. Carried over get... to twenty one, and now we like almost halfway through. You needed you needed to sit on that too. You needed to sit on it, right. process it, because you was you was you was tight. <laughs> you was tight. You was tight. You I ain't gonna lie, man. You was pretty tight. You was pretty tight, man. <laughs> and, um, I depressed, you know, bro. I was depressed. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, it got it got to a point sometime when like I guess like late 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 twenty twenty two fall twenty twenty two when there was talk that we would come out of it. And you was you was so tight. You was like, you know what, twenty twenty three, when all this shit is over, because don't nobody know what they're doing. And look, <laughs> this at, damn look, shit keep look coming back. Yo, this shit keep coming back. It keep coming back and coming back and coming back. Fucking COVID, man. Uh, but I'm I I am at the point now where I I, and and at one point we were talking about like doing a GRG trip like yeah, inviting yeah, people man. to come kick it we we could probably still do that i don't think out of the country though because nah nah you can only i can only go out of the country with people that like i can go out of the country with and you and you know what that means like yeah man you can't everybody travel with can't everybody go. yeah everybody you, can't go man. that's the lesson everybody can't that's go. the lesson everybody yeah everybody can't go like i remember uh i went on one trip and one of the friends they came later <laughs> and we're at the bar and somebody was doing something. She was like, oh, no, no, no. I can't buy drinks tonight. I'm on a budget. I'm like, who comes on vacation across <laughs> the world on a budget? I was like, can you buy drinks tomorrow? Like, <laughs> She was like, ah, well, you know, I only got 400 left. Well, I mean, 400 yeah. to spend. I only, I, I only budgeted 400 to spend. I said, total? Like food and like excursions and stuff. They was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I was like, okay, in my head. I was like, nope, anytime we're going as a group, don't hang with this one because eventually mm-hmm. they're going to run out of money. Mm-hmm. And that's nope, Jones ain't paying for yeah. this. Nope, sorry, feel bad. Hey. I, now I'm going to make sure you got food to eat, but you're not ordering like, oh, no, you're going to get like yeah. a a la carte sandwich or something. You're not going to get the full experience. Like, you're not, not on my dime now. Mm-mm. No, so that was good for me to hear her say that in the club. Um, Cause I clearly was about to buy shots. I, was like, I need every like if you ain't got it, just stay home. Mm-hmm. Just stay mm-hmm. home. But also, it's okay. But also that dampens the mood. Like if we're doing something and we know that you got a limitation, but you always want to be the first one in the car to go somewhere. Like yo, 
stop getting in the Uber if you not if you if if you can't pay once we get to the spot. Like this may be the time for you to read the Gideon Bible that's in the hotel stand. Like that's, <laughs> not the Gideon Bible. <laughs> this might be the time to do Bible study. Like you you don't stop jumping Yo, the, in the car. The brown paisley joint with the gold yeah. letters, man. <laughs> It's at the bottom, it's always at the bottom drawer, man. They they get the top drawer. Now it's hey, at the bottom. Gideon's International. Stop. Hey, listen. Just so yeah, we we can talk about that. But what I really want to do, bro, because you know, right before 2020 spiraled out of control and we were sheltered inside, we were planning a 90s kickback. Yo, I'm just getting it back, man. And Joe to see on tour again. I got it. We gotta do it. Bro. And we got to do it. But this time we might have to do it outside because, you know, it's yeah. still a pandemic. Uh, yeah. With the fresh air blowing, I think people will Yeah, I'm, little, I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable, comfortable. comfortable breathing. Yeah, yeah, breathing outside. So like to that. our village, be on the lookout for some details. We, Kevin and I, we're we going to chat it up, and we're going we gonna to figure out when we can um, host that 90s. It's uh, going to be slow dancing there, too. <laughs> What? Tired of I'm tired of people not slow dancing at parties and stuff, man. You can't slow some... dance at a kick or the cookout, no, bro. It's you can't hot. slow dance, it's man. Dang. It's gonna be real awkward. That's the whole point of the nineties party, man. Every party's supposed to be like house party, man. It's can, supposed to be I mean, we can always and forever jams, being played. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. But nah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Try. it. Yeah, yeah, but to the village, be on the lookout for that. Um the GRG kickback is making a return. The pandemic version and the and the transparency t yeah it's gonna be back on deck yeah <laughs> my my oh what a yes. time to be alive yeah special but the special sauce and ingredients in the <laughs> transparency tea <laughs> and that tea is like the truth serum mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's good at angle live man that that damn tea dude that joint had people Smiling, sweating, cussing, and <laughs> dancing all at once. Snapping, taking pictures. You go at me? All right, girl, we don't go out. <laughs> Everybody was making friends with random people yeah, that man. they just, it was good yeah. vibe. Yeah, we got to do that again. Yeah. Yo. So we'll work on it. We'll work on it. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yo, man, um, you've been doing a lot of reflecting, right? Mm-hmm. I, I be the, I be the, uh, the Jackie Robinson this year, 42. Jackie Robinson, man. And watching my son grow up, mm-hmm. um, especially this year, it's been an amazing experience. Cause like he's legit coming into his own like personality and like he's <laughs> he's a he's his he's his own person. Like he's always been his own person, but it's like, damn, like he he has an opinion. <laughs> He has an opinion, man. He got like uh wants, likes, dislikes, uh having girl problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's scary, yo. This is like, when it begins. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm you know, and it's and it's interesting just watching him, just trying to like, you know, just live his best, live his best life <laughs> as a as an 11 year old, about to be 12, you know. <laughs> um and I, it got it got me thinking a little bit when you and I kind of talked about this previously. And I was thinking about when I was 11, 12 years old, man. Um, 
like you didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. But kind of looking back on my life and then looking at him growing up, it's like, man, what are things that I just wish when I was like 11 or 12, I wish that I just knew. Or if I could go back in time and talk to Lil Kev and just say, look, man, I can't trust these big booties and smiles out here. Yeah, yeah. Get you every time. Every time. Or, you know, I know the song is always and forever. Every every girl don't mean that it's gonna be always and forever. Yeah. Like don't be no sucker for love. Some 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 need to be left on the dance floor in the club where you met. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's as like, soon as like that those song, look- that three minute and eighteen moment of a song, like just yeah. let it go. You just it, it's some, but Let you know it it's, it's it's like damn yo, if I if I only knew man if I mm. could go back in time and talk to Kevin as a freshman at George Mason University Jesus. what would I say? What would I tell him? You know what I'm saying? I, but I, I I do believe like I, if I could go back in time what would I tell little Kev when I was like my son's age and then what would I tell him like eighteen nineteen maybe twenty one. Mm. Cause I really do think, man, I had, I always was like ambitious and goal oriented from a professional standpoint, mm-hmm. but outside of like, I mean, like living for real and trying to figure out, you know, what, what it is that I want out of my life. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was throwing shit against the wall. <laughs> to see what stuck. <laughs> my God. And that's what it came down to, man. Like if, if you could, if you could, if you could have a, a letter to yourself, brother Jay, like what age would you want to receive it? And what advice would you want to receive, man? Like when you was a shorty coming up, like, would you, would you start, like, would you, would it be like the wood? Would you, would you go back um, when you kind of like a junior high? Would you go back to high mm. school? Would you go back to like college? Like, what would you do, man? Bruh, I think. I think about this often. Like one of the things that I have some of my coaching clients do is to write a letter to them for, to their former selves. Um, I used to have my students do this too. And then writing the letter to the future self. But while I have them do this, I think back to like, what are some of the things that I would write? And like, what are some things that I would affirm to young Ronald? A little rhyme, rhyme, right? What, <laughs> what would I, what would I, what would I say? And I think, um, I think junior high, right, is when the, that's when the tides begin to turn and emotional intelligence is starting to be formulated, but it's also highly influenced by those that you are around, mm-hmm. right? And then you have that need to be accepted by your peers, because you, you're you're entering that stage of development, and then high school comes, and you're still within that same sphere of influence. And I think for me, I if I could, a message that I would give to junior high me would be: don't give so much of yourself to everybody that you meet. Like mm. everybody doesn't deserve you at a hundred proof. And now what, what would, what's the lesson learned that leads to that advice? Oh, I think I'm about to be 36. I got so many <laughs> lessons in that, but I, but I'm thinking how, when I reflect, I'm, 
I'm thinking about how much time of my life that was wasted giving myself to others and it not be reciprocated, right? Like anytime someone needed something because I could do it, mm, yeah, I got you. Or anytime somebody needed me to do something for them, oh, yeah, sure, they wanted to go here. Okay, yeah, we can do it. Um, I should have been saying no. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't want to, but just hindsight is twenty twenty. It it it's not reciprocated, and and you know you typically you typically well not typically. I will say you will eventually learn that an empty lantern holds no light, and you spend so much of yourself given to others that when you come home, you're only left with leftovers. And so I think that's one of the things that I would give to junior high Ronald. Like, yeah. Hey bro, don't, don't give everybody a hundred, a hundred percent of you, like a hundred proof. Everyone can't handle that. Yeah. So that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Cause I, and I, I guess you would also think, especially if you're in like junior high school, um, you might also have an expectation that, what you give and give and what you put out, you're going to receive it in return. Yeah. And that may not always be the case. And I think you can, you can kind of develop a level of resentment too. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Especially, yeah. uh, I remember my mentor, uh, and track coach, he said, if, um, pay attention to the people that can't with you, but can with everybody else. And he's and don't he write it down. Remember it. And any time, right, there's a, there's an ask or there's a need, go back to your notes and pay attention to all the times they can't, they said they couldn't with you, but they was able to do it with everybody else. Yo, he told you keep receipts before keeping receipts was bro, a thing, man. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro was on it. Bro is, was that, on is, it. That, is that why you got, that's why, that's why you keep every email? <laughs> I told you, I told you that I create a separate email account for when I get yeah. a new job mm-hmm. <laughs> and I transfer all my emails over. So in the event that I leave or am invited to leave and I need documentation before they wipe my access, I got everything. Mm-hmm. And every day it backs up. I keep receipts for a reason. Right. And so, yeah, he, he told me, hey, man, keep, he said, keep a running record. He said, I ain't saying hold no grudge, but this is going to help your memory. And then that goes back to like, stop giving so much of yourself to everybody that you meet. And my mother once said, sometimes people need to be left where they met you. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 a mentor of mine uh, once said, um, don't, don't give uh, trouble your address. When trouble got somewhere to stay. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, and, and, and that's that's real. Leave the people where they met you, right there mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. introduction. Yeah. The only thing they needed was, and sometimes you even got to say hi. Oh, we got to catch up. It was nice seeing you. Take care. <laughs> we need to, let's grab drinks. It was nice seeing you. It was Take nice care. seeing you. Take care. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't have to do that, right? Like, oh man, for for our listeners, I'm laughing hard right now because his facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> And I've seen him. I've seen him make comments to other people with that same <laughs> facial expression, and that's why I'm weak right now. The fuck, we gonna do that for? Like, <laughs> why would I call? Like, no. So don't. So don't give of yourself because everybody, everybody isn't uh, worthy. Yeah, of most people. All and, of you. But most people are aren't going to be deserving of you at a hundred proof, and they're not going to really fully appreciate it. I, and and the example, and then we'll go to the next one. But an example would be, I remember one of my friends from college was a bottom shelf liquor drinker. Mm-hmm. Bowman's. <laughs> Aristocrat. Shit. Vladimir, right? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Thunderbird. Shit that was in the a sad, plastic the, bottle. The sad thing is we know him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We was, Spotted was, from the bottle. Hey, I, I, I ain't been top shelf all my life now, but hey, now, now that I've arrived. Yeah. But so that's that's what they were used to buying. That's what they were used to drinking. So he comes over to my house one day. I I was throwing a party for something. I always had people at my house. Um so we're gathering at my house, we're drinking, and I got some top shelf stuff. Like had a bottle of something that was a little over two hundred dollars. And he he went to pour a glass like it was the three dollar bottle that he was used to. Was hey, 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 player, that's uh you sip that shit slowly. Like you he don't, was crushing he was crushing your shit. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't mix that with shit like, oh yeah, I'm about to make a uh, no 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 nigga, that's not jungle juice content right there. Put that <laughs> Put that down. Your invitation's about to be Put that shit remote. in the glass, nigga. Put that shit yeah. in the glass. <laughs> so when he when he poured some of it, and I took some, I took his glass, poured some of it, I was like, hey, add an ice cube, sip it slow. He went to drink it as if it was bottom shelf, and it hit different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, you didn't have an appreciation for it. And that's the same, that's the same thing. Like, when you... When you give 100% and 100 proof of yourself to somebody and they, they aren't used to it, they're not going to be able to fully appreciate it. And, and, and the things like they're going to spill it because they didn't know how to contain it. They don't really know like the makings of you. And so if I, if I would have learned that in junior high, Hang I probably would have avoided that's a lot, man. You asking to be Curtis Mayfield in junior hey. high school <laughs> in the makings of you, hey. man. <laughs> if I would have learned that, or if even not necessarily learned it, if I was just introduced to the concept in junior high, yeah, I, it would have manifested and unfolded sooner. And, and things would have looked a little different. That's real. Yeah, that's real, man. I think for me, I probably would go back. I probably would go back to uh, any point between maybe eighth grade and maybe sophomore year of college. Okay. At any point. And I would probably tell little Kev, I'll be like, yo, you dope, nigga. <laughs> Wherever you go, people going to be there. They going to follow you. They gonna be there. People gonna ask for your opinion, and you don't know why. People gonna, people gonna really, people gonna, they gonna want to be around you. Some of them want to be around you as genuine. Some of them want to be around you to pluck your nerves. Mm. But you don't have to chase the crowd. Yeah. And I never, I never been a crowd chaser of, of been one to try to fit in. But it's always been kind of uncomfortable for me to just walk a different path and not give a fuck. 
And I just want to, I just want to go back and tell them like, yo, man, it's all right. Not giving a fuck, man. It's all right. It's all right. Um, legit just moving at the speed at your own speed and moving at the beat of your own drum. Not that you got to be arrogant, conceited or rude, but it's okay to just be in your bubble, man. Yeah. Like now I'm in a bubble because of the pandemic and all my friends and you include everybody talking shit that, like, you know, I'm bubble boy now, <laughs> but, but, but people always interested in my bubble. What's going on in my bubble? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Stay out. Stay out. You mad. You making fun of it. Now, now you asking about yeah, it. Now you asking about the bubble, man. Cause I, I bring the fun to me. <laughs> I legit bring the fun to me, man. Couldn't go nowhere. I became a DJ. I say, you know what? I don't need to honestly, brother Jay, I don't need to go nowhere ever. I, I, cause I could drink what I want, play what I want. And have who whoever I want in my in my bubble if that's what I choose to be. But I think going back to to Kev, especially when I was probably like seventeen, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, man, just be remain centered, stay your course, and you know walk walk to the beat of your own drum. And it's okay to do that. And a lot of people might not agree with it. Some people. It might make them uncomfortable, but that has more to do about them than it does about you. So, you know, be true to yourself and walk to the beat of your own drum, man. And I'll probably, I, that would probably be like a record playing. Um, I had to talk to little Kev like at least two, three times a year. Okay. 17, about 21, 22. Cause you know, I thought you were supposed to go to a house party and meet, and meet a young lady and always and forever was the last song to be played. And, you know, that's how you would get your number. And then you would live happily ever after, man. But, you know, I would tell him, like, get off that shit, little Kevin. That don't exist. That don't exist. Get off that shit. You dope, nigga. Keep doing you. Do you. That's fair. Yeah, man. I think. I... Yes. And I think to that, I, I think another one that I would give to younger Ronald would be um, that everybody can't go with you. And um, I heard this as a kid um, in different variations, but it was never something that was like it wasn't a theme of a lesson. It was you know, old, old, old folks used to drop wisdom in like little nuggets and then they just go on about their business. And you're just like, what the hell does that even mean? And then like a lot of the sayings that my grandmother would say to me or my grandfather um, would say to me, you know, they've transitioned to the other realm years ago when I was five and then what, 15? Mm-hmm. So... I've been without them more than I have been with them at this point. But I'm now I'm just learning what some of the things really truly meant that they would tell me as a little kid. And yeah, that's something that I would definitely say, like everybody can't go with you. Stop trying to include people in, in everything that you do because it's not meant for everybody. And, and, and when you include the wrong people, you will always get the wrong results. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that, to bring, that, that's I, true. I wanted to bring people along just because like, 
what what I thought of them. Like, oh, we're friends and you know, we're cool, so yeah, let me do X, Y, and Z. And I remember um was working on something at the Boys and Girls Club and the director at the time, he said, Yo, stop stop trying to include this this clown in your project, right? You he ain't about what you about. And he was like, and every time, like you got to wait for him to stop playing and do whatever he wants to do to come over. And then you only got 10, 15 minutes left to do whatever you need to do. Stop including him. You can do this by yourself. You don't need anybody like be able to like handle what you need to handle. And it doesn't always have to be a group trip. Ironically, <laughs> I pledged solo. So like that's <laughs> had I learned that lesson a lot earlier in life, I think it would have been, um, easier and I, I probably wouldn't have put a whole lot of the things that have been given to me on hold waiting for the right person to do them with yeah that's wild man i i i would kind of segue into a realm like you say everybody can't go i would i would also say When you do go, or little Kev, when you do go, what you're comfortable with at that time might not be suitable for where you're going. You're going to be uncomfortable. That's good. You're going to be uncomfortable, and that's life. You know, and I I feel bad for people now, especially when um, you have people that put a lot of value into likes and image and perspective and opinions on social media um, because a lot of people will um, be on that rah-rah shit over things that don't really count. And I think people are finding it harder to uh, decipher what's real and what's not. And part of it is everybody wants to be successful or be the star or be the center of attention, or be the be the bell of the ball, if you will, right? Um, but at the same time, um, nobody understands the cost associated with success or the cost associated with progress. You know, people kind of expect um, life to be very linear, and you're always going to be up. Or if you're down, not to get stuck with, man, you always going to be down. Life is about ups and downs and ebbs and flows, right? And if that is the case, then expect to be uncomfortable. If you're going into a new environment, a new position, a new relationship, because you, you know, if you go into a new job, you're not going to be a master at your job, you know, from the moment that you start, Facts. right? You know, one one of the things my grandfather used to tell me when I was little Kev is like, yo, pump your brakes, man. You can't go from the classroom to the boardroom. It's it's, it's things that have to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're young, man, you just feel like you can conquer the world and you're ambitious and you can, you, you, and I, I would say for both of us, we've had a certain level of achievement and success in our professional careers and prior to that, academic careers, et cetera. And, you know, when you are when you are successful at something, 
you also kind of think, well, like, yo, ill shit can't happen to me because I'm this. Yeah. And I would want to go back and tell little Kev, as ambitious as you are and as kind of forward thinking as you are, and also that's going to come with conflict and that's going to come with struggle. But, you know, you, it's up to you to really understand that you it, it could either be a beautiful struggle or you can bitch and complain about it the whole way. But nevertheless, it's going to be a struggle. And you got to be able to deal with it, you know, it's, and I think um, if if it's conflict, if it's difficult conversations, if it's you're being um, one of the very few in particular circles, in particular organizations, you know, your responsibility is to be uncomfortable and figure it out. Mm. And it's nobody else's problem to do that for you. You know, but I think when you're young, you feel like, damn, man, you know, life's just supposed to be this perfect, this perfect story. And ain't no story ever perfect. Or at least the good stories got, you know, got all kinds of twists and turns. The stories that people like got all kinds of twists and turns to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why people like David Ruffin and, you know, they salute Otis, but people resonate with David Ruffin because there's more twists and turns in the story. His story was more transparent. Yeah. His suffering was was public. Yeah. And he didn't try to hide it. Yeah. And I think people can relate to that. Um, like, oh, he's a he's a real person. Cause you know, Otis, you ain't really see too much and know mm-hmm. too much about Otis. Until the movie, really. Until the movie, right? And yeah. then that's when everyone shifted, like, yo, Otis Williams is the man is yeah this is otis williams and these are the temptations right like (laughs) and it there was a there was a perspective shift but people were able to like tangibly see david's struggle and they saw the the human side of him yeah that's good yeah man you don't you just don't uh you just don't grow up and go through what you go through and expect the Cosby show, man. <laughs> if you know only, what I'm saying? Bro. If only. If only, man. Because at the end of the day, you find a, a woman that find like Claire Huxtable, man, and she got bread and popped out five kids and still look like that. Yes. And she and she and she uh she loving on you. It's gotta be fictional. <laughs> it's gotta be fictional, man. So it's, it's a story. It's made for TV, brother Jay. It don't happen in real life. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> it don't. It don't, man. That level set on your expectations, little Kev. Level set on your expectations. There's levels to this, bro. It's levels. It's levels, baby bubble. It's levels. Yeah, man. I would tell him that. You know what I'm saying? He was so he was so beautiful, man. He was he was he was innocent, had a good outlook on the world, man. Then life, life tried to give you an old face. But see, my face was already extra young looking, and so now I just kind of look regular. <laughs> I even gave you an old face. I think. Nah, man, I'm holding on though. <laughs> Something's wrong with you, bro. <laughs> um, Come on, man. You know you seen some cats that you was in high school with these yeah. days, man, and you like, damn, yo, you my age. Life ain't been no crystal fair. <laughs> Yo, 
I know I didn't, no offense, no offense, man. I, I didn't seen some people I grew up with, Brother Jay. And I'm like, damn, man, you, what are you, 60? You, you start to reevaluate yourself, like, did we really graduate at the same time? I know we had classes together, but like, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you got individuals walking around here like life ain't been no crystal stair. But that's when you say, you know, I thank God I don't look like what I've been through. That's what I'm saying, man. I yeah. feel good. I feel good, Brother Jay. I'm still getting carded. I'm good. Oh, I, I I only get carded at places where it's like they card everybody. Oh nah, man, I'm still getting carded, man. In the mat, it might be my hair though, because you know, I guess a I guess a forty old forty plus, you know, you 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 supposed to have a haircut <laughs> or 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 scalp like me, bro. <laughs> Got that no blade all over. No blade, that no blade, man. That, that no blade with extra shine, man. Dang. Definitely. Keep a hat in the wintertime. And the summertime. And the summer. <laughs> yeah. Year round. And the towel. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say um, another thing that I would tell to young Ronald is to step into your power. You know, like being being very reflective. I think I was intimidated by the power that I had mm. when I recognized that others around me or others that I was associating with didn't have the same power that I had. I like that. Yeah. A band director was like, do you recognize that you can shift the room just by walking in it? I was like, nah, I didn't really pay attention. He was like, I need you to be aware of that. He's like, and make sure that you always use it for good. Be aware of how the room shifts because your presence is there and make sure that you always use it for good. And I don't think I really stepped into that until maybe senior year of high school, maybe sophomore year of college mm-hmm. where I had moments when I was like, Oh, this is happening. But yeah, I would definitely tell young Ronald step into your power. Um, and uh, so you, you saying step into it. I would tell little Kev and probably adult Kev. You can't run from it mm. as much as too. you. As much as much as I've tried, I mm. think you and I talked about this <laughs> yeah. previous. As much as I've tried to run from it, right? I I I I encounter life lessons to make me leverage and utilize it. And you can't be ashamed of it. You know what I mean? And 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 unfortunately, um some people might be intimidated by you, and some people might res- be resentful of you, and some people uh, may not necessarily understand you, and it causes conflict within yourself. Mm-hmm. Why you want to run from it? Because I think everybody at their heart of hearts want to be accepted. Yeah. But at but at the same time, you know, that has more to do with those individuals than it has to do about you. And in order to be the light and shine and walk in your light, that light also is a re- is a reflective mechanism. For the people who are witnessing it. And so that reflection that they see probably don't have nothing to do with you, little Kev. It's got everything to do with them and you know, insecurities and things that may That's be it. going on within their life. That's it. Your your light that, is illuminating their insecurity. Yeah. 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 That's real. And, and and you know, that's gonna that's gonna happen. And you have to be confident and um give yourself reassurance that, you know, as long as you are walking in your purpose and illuminating your light, that's your charge. 
Your charge isn't to necessarily change the opinions, perspectives, or behaviors of others around you. That's you can good. influence, you can influence, and you can um, try to lead by way of example if that is what is required. But, you know, stop running, kid. Stop running, man. Because, you know, every time you run, you're always going to encounter another situation to teach you that lesson. And, and honestly, brother Jay, that's, I would tell, I would tell myself that seven years ago, five years ago, last year. Mm. I agree. I agree. I think there's still moments where I would tell myself like, yo, step into your power. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I remember one of the things that I would try to do would be to act like I didn't have any. And not being aware that, that I couldn't turn it off because it was it wasn't mine to control. I was a portal for it. Yeah. And once I realized that I, I, I'm a portal for this, um, I can't dim it. I can't hide behind it. Cause because when the light shines, everybody's gonna see it. And therefore you shouldn't feel guilty about it. And once you are, once you, once I realized that it is what it is, like it's, 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 I can't, I can't leave it home. I can't leave it in the car. I can't put it in a bag. I can't put it under a shade. I can't put it behind a curtain while I do what I need to do that it's, it's, it's there and it was God given. So therefore walk in it because it's going to be God protected. Mm. Yeah. I think the last thing that I would would definitely tell young Ronald would be that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Hello. Like you're going to feel that this pain is, is there to teach you something. Pain makes one think thought makes one wise and wisdom makes life bearable, right? Pain is there to teach you something. And it's also something like it, it, it's the feeling when something is leaving out from you, whether that's comfort, security, peace, whatever it is, pain is to pain indicates that something is being removed from you or that a change has happened. Right. I'm thinking about in a couple of days, I, I'm, I have a procedure that will be taking place and I'm going to feel pain after it is over. And that's an indication that something has changed and that my body now has to adjust to something that is no longer there. Pain is inevitable, right? I'm going to, I'm in things that young Ronald and things that you're going to go through, you're going to experience pain. There's going to be loss, right? Grief, recognizing that everything has an expiration date and always and forever means always and forever in that season, but not for eternity. Everybody that comes won't be staying, right? Recognizing that pain is inevitable, but it's a choice to suffer. You you decide how long you you dwell in this, right? I, in a couple of days, the pain will subside, swelling will go down, and I can slowly start to resume, you know, everyday activities. But I have to make the conscious decision 
to resume everyday activities. Or I can stay down where the pain first met me. Yeah. And I, I think, shit, man, if somebody would have told me this, I don't know, shit, five years ago. <laughs> five years sooner than what I realized it. I, I think... I think the journey would have been a little more easier. Oh, yeah. I think you would have been able to level set on expectations. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Because if you can, if you, if you, if you can not necessarily predict what to expect, but you can, if you can be realistic about what to expect, I think that makes it manageable. Like you're having a procedure, right? You know, you know that there's going to be pain associated with it. Because you're having the procedure. Yeah. You haven't stopped. You didn't say, well, I'm not going to have the procedure because I don't want to experience pain. Because if you don't have the procedure, then you're going to continue to experience pain. Yeah. Uncontrolled. Like it, it, yeah, it, 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 so it's coming regardless. But if and, you can, yeah, if you can, if you can anticipate it a little bit. Yeah. You can, you can maneuver and try to soften the blow as much as you can. Yeah. 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 Still gonna be painful, but I think I think you I don't know, have to suffer. Nah, or you know, if you if you see the punch coming, the punch is less likely to hurt you versus if you get clocked and you never saw it coming. There it is, right? You yeah, you're able to prepare for it. And now now that you know that, you know what, this situation, it may feel uncomfortable and this this very well may hurt, <laughs> but it's all it's all the risk. And yeah. you, you have to ask yourself, am I willing to pay the price? And one of the things I told uh, my couples who are now, we're in mediation with them as they are looking to dissolve their marriage. Like, what did you get out of this? It wasn't all bad. Yes, this is ending, but like, suffering would be dwelling on the fact that it's ended. Mm-hmm. Healing would be appreciation for what it brought you, what it gave you, what you learned from it, and what you're going to take with you. I always laugh because oh, I'm not taking anything from this. Like it was, it wasn't all bad. Trust me, because you, you wouldn't have got into it if it was bad. Yeah, you got into it some kind of way. Some kind and of I way. I don't think I don't think it was by force. You yeah. know, every some there was something that this taught you, and I, I'm not telling you to be friends with someone that you are preparing to divorce or that you're in a relationship with that's soon coming to end. I'm not telling you that you got to be friends and you got to be best friends, but like once we understand the human plan and we recognize that everything has an expiration date, pain is inevitable. Yeah. But suffering is optional. It's heavy, man. That's true. And in and, and the spirit of suffering, you know, but the last thing I would tell little Kev, man, and this is probably, this, this will probably be around the time I started dating serious, right? Keep your heart, K-Stacks. Keep, Keep your, your heart. heart. <laughs> Keep your heart, K-Stacks. Keep your heart. These girls are smart. These girls are smart. Now, real rap though, man, like for real, um, that the line, I love that I love that Andre three thousand line, man. But it's more so like it's okay to use your heart, man. It's okay to be loving. Mm. It's okay to be compassionate. You know, it's okay to be passionate. Yeah. You know, 
it's not okay to, um, you know, try to force somebody to be passionate for something that you're passionate for and they may not be. It's not okay to be uh, compassionate about uh, people or things that are um, detrimental to you. But I do think it's very important to to love and, and give off that kind of energy. Because I just think the more that you do it, and the more people that you can influence and impact and the more people that um, you can connect with. Like we, 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 we were all born on this earth, brother Jay, our souls were all connect, are all connected, interconnected. And I think at the heart of hearts, um, regardless of your background, um, race, political affiliations, um, identity, sexual preference, whatever. I think people have, people are more the same than we are different. Agreed. You know what I mean? And sometimes we will uh, be noncommittal or be more reserved in, in being loving and being kind because of fear that we might not receive that in return. And it shouldn't matter because if your love is coming from the right place, then you're you're adding value to the world. You're contributing to the world. And I think back in the day, you know, I had I struggled with that, especially when it came to like heartbreak. Damn, man, you know, I I did this for this girl, or I, I, we had this conversation, and she ghosted me. This was this was before ghosting. This is way before ghosting. You know what I'm saying? Um. But, you know, continue to, you know, use your heart and it's okay to be loving, man. I think, especially when it comes to the brothers, man, I think more people will appreciate us being loving than not and compassionate than not. But, you know, different things that occur in our life, we get into spaces and places where, you know, we got to have this hard exterior and put on this front, like, you know, we're, we're invincible, unstoppable, nothing hurts us or nothing, you know, nothing bothers us, bother us. Or, um, you know, our feelings can't be hurt. You know, keep your heart three stats, keep your heart case stats, but at the same time, use it too, though. Cause that's what you got it for. Yeah. You know, don't be a, don't be a, uh, don't be a carpenter. And you you don't know how to use your hammer or your saw. That's what you got it for. So yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I think I might need a therapy session after this, brother Jay. Thanks a lot. Hey, for the topic. Thanks, thanks a lot. Let us do a young brother, man. Yeah, man. Little little Ronnie Romance and little Kev, man. <laughs> out here, out here in these. Virginia and West Virginia streets just trying, just trying to survive, baby. Just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they would not look ahead and, and see us. You know, if 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 if, if Lil Ronnie man, if he looked ahead and saw saw Ronald as an adult man, would he be proud? I I think so. Think so. I think so. Yeah. I I I do. I um. I I I think he would use a line that. 
I, I once heard a 12 year old boy say he was like, I didn't have any positive role models around me. So I decided to work on the one in the mirror. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think, I think you would be proud of the, the person he has uh, come to be. Yeah. Ain't gonna lie, my thing, little Kev, like, damn, man, nigga, you still here? <laughs> <laughs> you made it? He was like, we made it? Like that, like that LeBron James commercial, man. When LeBron go back in time and he go, he he talking to the young LeBron uh-huh. and young LeBron's room. He got his book of burnt CDs. And one of the joints say crunk. He talking, he got real dated references. And he's like, yo, am I going to go to the league? And big LeBron said, I can't tell you. Just let's just say you got to call your own shots. I think little Kev would tell me like, damn nigga, you made it. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> so they might put a battery in his back to, to take take the advice that I'm sending sending to him back in time. Yeah, man, I'm definitely gonna need a session though. So thanks a lot, Ronald. Yeah, anytime. Thanks bro. a lot. Yeah. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ, and we are. The gentleman advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Until next time, let your light shine and be light. Be light.